Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I want to talk to you about something that I think is very difficult for people who tend to be people pleasers, and that is deciding who is worth your time and who isn't. As a people pleaser myself, I always tried to give everyone a little bit of my time. And it there came a point in which, you know, and I'm sure that all of you would probably agree with this or you understand this has happened to you too, where you give your time and you notice that there are certain people in your life who expect your time, but then they don't give it back. And so for a people pleaser, the hard thing is, is you face this line of being taken advantage of or someone completely draining all of your energy and never giving their own back to you. And I feel like a lot of people pleasers end up in these kinds of relationships where it's very one-sided. And it's easy to understand why this happens because what happens is this person, you know, will ask you for your time. And then if you don't want to give it, you feel guilty or you feel bad. Like, well, I don't want to hurt their feelings. Well, if someone did that to me, that would make me feel bad. You have this justification going on back and forth of, well, if someone did this to me. And the problem is that that is very illogical to think that way because the absolute truth is that person doesn't think the way that you do or they would reciprocate that time. If they thought in the same way that you did, then they wouldn't allow, they wouldn't cancel plans on you or, you know, not check on you to make sure you're okay. It wouldn't always be you checking in on that person or, you know, you giving up your time when they ask it of you, but then them not reciprocating that. That wouldn't happen because they would be thinking the same way that you do. And that's the one fallacy that we all have is we all believe that people think the same way we do. And the truth is that most people don't think the same way that we do, but we don't know that. And we we can't get inside someone's head usually. So we don't understand what they're thinking when they do certain things. So for us, we just assume, well, they think the same way that we do. So they know they're hurting my feelings or they know they're doing this or they know they're doing that. And the truth is that they don't. They don't understand that. So it becomes really important for you to understand that one, the person does not believe the same things that you do. And two, you don't have to feel guilty or bad about conserving your own energy and your own time and putting yourself and your own priorities and needs first. Because honestly, unless the person you're dealing with is a people pleaser, Most people put their own needs ahead of everyone else's, which means that sometimes if you make plans with someone and they just decide they don't want to do it, they just cancel them because they're meeting their own needs, which are, oh, I'm tired. I don't feel well. I'm not going to, I don't want to go. And so 
they might cancel a plan last minute. And for you, you're like, oh my gosh, that's so rude. Why did they do this to hurt my feelings? Like, why would they do this? Or at least this is the thought process that used to go through my head. Until I realized that people are going to do what serves their best interest. And it's only the people-pleasing type of people who will say, okay, I'm going to not cancel. I'm going to go and do this thing even though I don't want to do it because I don't want to hurt someone's feelings or because I don't want them to be upset with me or whatever list of things we go through as people-pleasers to try to justify not doing what we want to do in order to do what someone else wants to do. And we feel like we're being very flexible and we're being kind. And the truth is, we're not going to get that same response back from another person. So it's important for us. And I'm, I'm not a proponent of canceling plans with people last minute. I think that's pretty rude because people take their time. Now, if you are sick or something, that's different. But if you don't want to do something, tell a person early enough that they have the opportunity to either find someone else or to change their plans. I really don't believe in like canceling plans last minute. I think that's kind of crappy to do to somebody. But you don't have to say you're going to do something with someone if you don't want to. You know, you have the right to say, no, I don't want to do that. When we say no to someone else, we're honoring our own inner child. And this is where a lot of people really get confused because a lot of people who demand our time and don't give it right back are family members. They'll say, I want to take your time and chew your ear off with all of these problems I have. And then when the time comes to have your family members step up so that you can vent to them and you can tell them your issues, they're not always there. And it becomes very one-sided. And we have this belief that because someone is our family member, like somehow there's this unwritten law that we're required to sit there and listen to everything they have to tell us and listen to them gripe and listen to them complain. And the truth is, there is no law that says that. There's no law that even says you have to be in contact with your family at all. If they're toxic and they don't do anything but bring you down, you don't have to be around them. That's a choice. In fact, I found that a lot of times in my life, there are people who are not blood-related, who are not biologically family, that I'm much closer to than my own family. And I don't feel bad about that. I just think that it's the way that happens. Sometimes you have people who are born into families and everything's great and they love each other and it's awesome and they get along and that's great. They're close. But not everybody is born into a family like that. Your family dynamic, I mean, you can't really control the family that you were born into. I mean, I do believe that we chose them on the other side, but the reason we choose the people we come into this life with is for them to teach us lessons. And sometimes the lesson is standing your ground and setting a healthy boundary and saying, you know what, you're toxic and I don't want to be around you. That is perfectly okay if someone is not respecting you and you know, isn't, um, isn't treating you the way that you deserve to be treated. And we have this stigma in our country where we feel like family, that's everything. You have to support them. You have to be around them. There, no, you don't. There's nothing that says that. We would hope that we could be close to our family members and that we share loving relationships and that there's equality and reciprocal give and take. But if there's not, 
you don't have to put up with that. You know, you can make the family that you want for yourself by finding people who do support you and who love you and are going to be there for you. And don't just demand your time without giving of their own time back. And I think that that is where we as people pleasers, I'm including myself in that because this is definitely the way that I used to be, is I would feel like I had to be there for everyone else and I didn't necessarily demand anything back in return for that. And I'm not saying that you have to demand someone's time and attention, but what I mean is I didn't expect anything back. And that becomes a trap for you because, again, it's easy for someone else to want to take all of your energy. You know, we call those people energy vampires. They can be family members. They just want to dump on you and tell you all their problems. And when you sit and listen to someone talk about their problems, it is so emotionally draining. It really is. But obviously, we want to be there for people. And that's fine. Like, I know myself, I don't mind sitting and listening to someone else's problems because the people that I go to are equally willing to sit and listen to me talk about mine. And it's an equal give and take and reciprocity. And that's what I appreciate. You know, we all need those people in our lives. We're all like, we're not perfect. We need to vent sometimes and that's fine. But it's as long as we're not being the person who just gets vented to all the time and we're constantly dumped on and we don't have the opportunity to do the same with that person, you know, to unload our problems. It should be equal. But there are some people who just don't understand that. They want to get whatever they need off of their chest and then they don't bother to then say, hey, how are you doing or what's going on with you? And that's very emotionally draining. And it's hard to be around people like that because they want to just, I mean, I had a friend like this who would want to like unload her, all of her problems when she had them or like, let's make plans because, you know, I have nothing to do. But then when the situation was reversed, that person was like nowhere to be found. Like if she found someone else or was dating somebody, like you never saw that person again. So it was very one-sided. It was very much, let me get my needs met and I'm not going to worry about you. And that's very toxic. And so for me personally, I just had to make this decision of like, you know what? I don't want to be around that anymore. I can't be around that anymore. I don't, you know, you don't have to be mean to the person and I would never be mean to this person and I would never say I'm not going to, you know, speak to this person, but I just don't feel the need to try to actively maintain this friendship, you know, like there's what's, what's in it for me is basically what I'm saying. And it's not a selfish thing. It's a, well, this person, she gets her needs met and I don't get my needs met. And that isn't really very fair. This is a fair weather friend who wants to be around when fun things are happening and you have things going on, but otherwise isn't there. So we've all known people like this. And for me, this was a past person a long time ago when I was still in that people pleasing mode. And now I've realized, you know, look, I don't need to have friendships like that. In fact, I don't want friendships like that. So I always, when I do my mantras and things too, 
I do them for relationships too. And I also say like, bring me people who, um, you know, I only attract loving, giving relationships. So I'm not going to even entertain someone in my life who doesn't try to give back, who's just a taker. Like, I don't need those people in my life. There are enough people like that out there in the world. They don't need to be in my inner circle. So it's important that you find people who will give to you as much as they take from you. And it should be equal. And there will be times when, just like in any relationship, someone's going to need 80% of it. You know, like, oh, I need you to give me all of your attention because I'm going through something. But then when the tables are turned and you're going through something and you say, oh my gosh, I'm going through this, your friend's like, hey, sit down, what's going on? I'm here. Now I'm doing 80% of the load here because you need it. But there's always like a balance there. You know, there's a healthy balance. And a lot of relationships in general turn out unbalanced, you know, or where someone's doing more of the taking. And I know my first marriage was definitely like that. It was horrible. I felt very taken advantage of all the time. And it was making me feel very resentful. But I was very passive about it at the time. And now I know it's okay to stand up and say, look, I'm not getting my needs met here. I'm going to move on. You know, I don't need this. And as I said, you don't have to completely cut people off or cut them out of your life. You can, and certainly it's your right. But it's also perfectly okay to just feel like, hi, you know, and say hi to that person, but just pull your energy back. It's perfectly fine to pull your energy back in order to protect yourself because you don't want to be taken advantage of. That makes you feel very resentful and it's just an unhealthy feeling overall. And when you get into a situation like that, it it becomes very easy and it you very quickly see that a person is like that when all of a sudden it becomes about me taking, taking, taking and then not giving, not giving, or giving a little bit, but taking way more than you give. It's very, very easy to see when you start getting into a relationship like that, whether it's a romantic relationship or a friendship or even a family member. It's really tough. Like people will, I'm always blown away by what people will feel like they have the confidence to come and ask you to do for them without giving anything back in return. That to me just still blows me away that people are like, hey, can you go move the moon and the earth and back? Um, But I'm too busy, by the way. I can't just, I can't talk to you tomorrow. I'm busy. But if you could do that for me, that'd be great. I mean, people are like that. And again, it is a self-serving thing. You know, people want to get what they want out of relationships. And some people have just been taught that, you know, you put yourself first and you go after what you want and you don't care what happens to the people around you in that situation. And that's unfortunate. You know, it would be nice if everyone understood the way that relationships should work, that it should be 50-50, it should be an equal give and take. But the truth is that there are a lot of people who don't understand that. And especially if you're dealing with someone who's a narcissist, you will definitely have Uh, the behaviors of take, 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 take. You know, it's like, how much can I take from you before you finally put up a boundary and say no? And that's really honestly what's going on is a person will take from you 
as much as you allow them to until you finally set a boundary and tell them no. It's like a toddler who's always trying to figure out where the line is, you know, like, what can I get away with? I mean, we've all been around toddlers. They will try to get into everything or even think about my animals too. Same way, if you were watching my live last week, you saw Nala pretty much take over the live, but they're just trying to explore their boundaries. Like, what can I do? And they're not trying at all to be you know, vicious or malicious about it. They're just trying to test what their boundaries are. And people who have gotten away with that for so long will continue to get away with that because they're getting their needs met and they're, they've got open borders. There are no boundaries. There are no healthy boundaries there. So if you continue to let someone get away with that, they will. But when you finally decide that you're going to pull your energy back and you're not going to give to that relationship, unless that person steps up and starts being equal, then that's setting your boundary. And the person will either say, oh my gosh, you know what? You're right. I was being selfish and I do, I value our friendship. I value our relationship. I do want to see, you know, you happy and I want to have equal give and take. Or the person will say, bye, see ya. I'm going to go find the next person that will give me everything I want and not worry about me giving back. And that's just the way it is. So you do risk losing the person in your life if you put up that healthy boundary and they don't like it. But I think, you know, it's worth it because you're going to only feel drained and feel resentful and angry and bitter and hurt and all of those other emotions that are fear-based and negative if you continue letting someone into your life who doesn't deserve to be there. I mean, this is one of the things that I think people forget. People have to be worthy of being in your life. They have to have some value to you. And we're lucky that for most of us, I think the people that are in our lives, they are valuable. They add value to our lives. But a lot of people don't. They may come into your life and they may be people that are like, oh, they were nice to talk to and hang out with. And then they start changing and being different and then start taking everything from you. And when you see that, it's absolutely your right to pull your energy back and say, no, no, you're not going to treat me like this. You're not going to be selfish. I deserve to also have my needs met. So this is not going to be a one-sided situation. And you should not ever feel guilty for that. And that's where I think the problem comes in with people who are people pleasers. Because we feel bad. We feel guilty. We're like, oh, well, what if someone did this to me? But that's not a logical statement because the truth is that you wouldn't have been selfish and treated someone that way. So, you know, if you had and someone treated you that way back, you would have deserved it. And no, you wouldn't like it, but you would have been doing something to deserve that. But the truth is, if you're the kind of person who's always giving, then nobody would put up a boundary with you and treat you the way that you're feeling guilty about treating someone else because that isn't how you operate. So you shouldn't feel guilty for setting that healthy boundary and pushing that person away or just taking your energy back and not speaking to them because they haven't earned the right to be in your life. 
And unless someone earns that right, you know, if they treat you well, treat you with respect, check on you, care about you, then you shouldn't feel guilty for not caring about them. And it's not mean. It's not out of spite. It's, and I'm not saying be mean. That isn't what it is. You can totally take back your energy and be respectful. There's nothing that says you have to be mean about it. It's just, you know, if they text you and say, hey, can you do this for me? It's simply saying, I'm sorry, I can't. It's not being available for someone who doesn't respect, honor, and cherish you. Because you are a beautiful, loving soul. And anyone who was on the receiving end of your love should be grateful for that. And they should be so happy and proud that they have it. And if they're not, then they aren't worth your time. They're not worth your time and attention. And so you should not feel guilty for pulling back your energy. And I think that that's the main thing that I wanted to get across today is you should never feel guilty for disassociating with or cutting off people who don't see your worth or see your value. Because all that does is lowers your self-esteem. And you should know that you are deeply loved and you are so worthy of other people's time, love, and attention. And if they can't give that to you, don't waste your time and attention devaluing yourself in order to boost someone else's ego or to be there for them. Because you deserve to be loved equally by everyone in your life. So if you have relationships right now in your life where you feel like you're not being appreciated, you're being undervalued. The universe is telling you today to let those go. It doesn't mean being mean. It just means that you know how valuable you truly are and you love yourself enough to pull your energy back and to give your energy to people and places and situations that serve you, not the ones who don't. So if you're struggling with that today, I totally understand and I feel you, but I'm telling you that you will feel so much better when you stop giving your energy to people who don't appreciate it. It's time to start taking care of yourself because you deserve love, especially from people who see your worth. All right, guys. Well, I wanted to pull a card for you today. So the card I pulled is from the Crazy Sexy Love Notes deck by Chris Carr. And your message is decide. It's time to make a decision. Being on the fence drains your energy. No matter what you choose, it will be the exact right thing for your spiritual path. Channel your energy. Be decisive. Learn. Grow. Decide. I love that. It definitely is time for you to make a decision in your life. And if it's time for you to make the decision that you are going to build a better life for yourself and you feel like you need help in doing that, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I would love to work with you. I offer one-on-one coaching sessions and we can work from any area of your life, whether it is career, relationships, I have worked with so many wonderful people this year who have just been awesome to work with and we've seen progress in their lives and I would love for you to be one of those people that I help. So if you would like to work with me, whether we do a Reiki session, past life regression, a reading, or a coaching session, simply reach out to me. 
You can go to my website, melissaopen.com to see what I offer. And then if you are ready to book, you can contact me. You can email me at melissaopen77 at gmail.com. You can text me, call me, message me on social media. You can even message me through my website. Any way you choose to get a hold of me is perfect. All of my information is in the description to this podcast. So please don't hesitate to reach out. Follow me on social media. You can follow my Facebook Lives Mondays at 530 Central where I pull cards for people live on Facebook. I also go live on Instagram, so check that out, my IGTV channel as well. And if you wouldn't mind sharing my podcast, subscribing, or leaving me a review, I would so appreciate it. Any energy exchange from you is greatly appreciated. I want to thank you so much for all of you who continue to follow me. You truly bless me every day, and I hope that this podcast blesses you as well. I hope you have a beautiful day, a fabulous start to your week, and I will talk to you again soon. Bye, guys.